The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the Munchkin Minute, your bi-weekly look into some tabletop gaming news and more. I'm your host, Dan Dan, a board game manager news for the week of February 1st, 2022. I can't believe a month is already gone this year. This is why the years we get so old so fast. This is why the years go so fast, because it's already February in 2022. So first up was a huge announcement, kind of out of nowhere. I knew a big announcement was coming, but I wasn't exactly sure what it was going to be about. But Chip Theory Games announced last week that they're going to be making the Elder Scrolls Betrayal of the Second Era Kickstarter, and it's going to be later this year. That game looks absolutely amazing already. Uh, just from what I, well, I can't say it looks amazing. It sounds amazing because I haven't seen anything of it, but I'll have more information as the year goes on. Uh, it's one of my favorite game companies. They're known for Too Many Bones, Cloud Spire, uh, they've got some more games coming out later this year. Uh, they do a lot of great games with uh, dice and poker chips, uh, you know, poker-type chips in which you use those in the game. And they use a lot of cool real neoprene mats and just really cool, broad, big game quality, you know, big game systems and, and just quality games. I'll have a teaser trailer in the show notes as well. Uh, they did put a little bit of information out there about the Elder Scrolls Betrayal of the Second Era. It's going to be a cooperative game, obviously, uh, the dice rolling and such in a scenario kind of campaign. Uh, it's going to be a one to four player cooperative tabletop adventure during Tamriel's Second Era, specifically during the events of Plain Meld, as the outer as the Order of the Black Worm plots to secure the Amulet of Kings. Now they talk about different adventures that you'll have. Uh, each adventure will take place over the course of three gameplay sessions, with sessions being about an hour per play in length. Now you're going to customize and control a single hero through all the sessions and you're going to be getting your skills, you know, the skill lines, the classes and the experience. Uh, it's going to be real cool because if you ever played uh, any of their other games, you know, just kind of the way you level up with too many bones and kind of your your skills kind of evolve over that time, which is really cool. So that's what I was talking about, like getting a lot of those uh, you know, a lot of those different dice that kind of level up with you, but really looks great. Uh, looking forward to that one, obviously, later this year. I think it's going to be in quarter three or four when the Kickstarter will come out. So we don't even expect to see this one for probably about another year or two, but it just, just real exciting to see what they can do with that one. Now, since it's just about completed their Kickstarter fulfillment, Red Raven Games has announced a street date for their Kickstarter hit, Now or Never. It's going to be out uh, the end of this month in February, and it's going to be about $80. Now, of course, this was one of the ones I was really looking forward to this year. Uh, you know, in that same kind of storybook line that they've kind of put out that's got above or below and near or far. Uh, it's called the Azurim Storybook Series. Now, this one is competitive. Uh, it's a competitive strategy game that you're going to be uh, using one of different asymmetrical characters. You're going to be rebuilding the village to return to villagers to have a place to live. And you're going to choose what and where to build different things to have an advantage and having big rewards and the long-term planning. Uh, so so kind of as you're making up your village, kind of where you put things and 
and how you use the different parts in the villages and with those villagers and rescuing villagers is going to really kind of take place over the course of that full game. And you're going to have uh, combat and, of course, fantasy landscape uh, and going to different places and having a storybook option to, to do that. That's what's really good about Ryan Lockett and, and company and uh, Red Raven Games is they do a great job with uh, kind of how, how the story goes and making all the gameplay very, very engaging as well. Now, uh, I haven't had any Marvel Champions news in a while, so here's some more Marvel Champion news. A new hero got announced. Nova. The Nova Hero Pack will be out this May uh, of this year, and it'll be about $15. Now, uh, the way they said about Nova is it's got a lot of uses for wild resources and a lot of wild resources in the deck and some very powerful and efficient cards, and it's going to be kind of really set around the, the, the Pipelar helmet, kind of you're going to be able to get Sam Alexander's going to be able to get the helmet back into the hand. And, you know, even when you discard it, almost kind of like how you did with Mjolnir and and uh, and Steve Rogers' shield, uh, Captain America's shield and such, how you're able to fetch different things out of the deck. Uh, so this one looks really cool. Again, this will be out uh, this May. And as usual, it'll be about $15. Uh, they should probably have a play mat that'll probably be about 20 that they usually they like to uh, put out those same in those months. Paizo and Gale Force 9, they've uh, entered into a little bit of a, uh, a cooperation or a partnership to bring some games to the, ta- to the shelves uh, in the Pathfinder universe. Now, the first one that they announced was Pathfinder Level 20. And this is an interesting one because you're playing as kobolds uh, and you're trying to escape the, the adventurers who I think are knocking on a door to level 20. They say in level 20, the, the players are taking a roll of kobolds in their den, scaring a scampering away from 19th level fighter who only needs 5 XP to hit level 20. They'll stop at nothing until they kill a few kobolds and hit that magical gateway, which leads them into near divine levels of power. Uh, they say on your turn to be playing cards to help avoid fighters, run away and do everything you can to put obstacles. That includes the other players between yourself and the humans. Very quick playing card game here, 2 to 6 players for 20 to 30 minutes. This will be a light weight card game as well. Uh, this one will be out in April. It should be about $30, they said. Now, last year, I mentioned a preview of Restoration Games, the Omega Virus Prologue, and now they've got a, a release date for it. It'll be out sometime next week, uh, mid-February, for about $10. Uh, this one looks really cool. Uh, it's a tableau. It's a real-time tableau building game and kind of set in that Omega Virus world. So each player is going to get an identical deck featuring, featuring areas of the battle set as it is being ripped apart. So in real time, you're going to be reveal the top card of your deck and play it in front of you, creating a floor plan. And then specific rooms will allow you to collect keys. And those keys will allow you to, to play the lock cards from your deck onto the floor pan. Really cool. Uh, again, it's another quick playing two-player game, about 20 to 30 minutes to play that one. Uh, and at a gr- good price for 10 dollars this should be a, a good little quick filler out there steamforge put out a press release announcing the rpg and a board game version of runescape now the board game will be a kickstarter they'll be out later this year not a whole lot of information uh for it and the rpg will be a direct release later this year i'll have more dates as they announce them uh but one thing that they did kind of mention was that uh it's gonna be about one to five players it's gonna be a quest-based campaign uh, revolving around, I believe the uh, the world was Gilinor. Uh, and now, of course, you're going to have your own characters. You'll be leveling up, get your skills and such like that. And you'll be getting equipment. And there'll be a different campaign level there. So this should be cool. It'll be interesting to see kind of what how they change themselves or separate themselves with RuneScape from all the other kind of campaign fantasy things out there. Because nowadays, there's so many of them out there that you're really going to want to separate yourself. So uh, once this once more information comes out, I'll, uh, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll share it with you as well. 
And finally, on the board game news, Asmodee USA will be releasing what they say is the last, or quote-unquote last, in the Welcome to series. And this is Welcome to the Moon. Now, it'll be out later this month, and it should be about $50. Uh, this looks really cool. So all the Welcome to series are the kind of flip and write or roll and write things, but they have cards, so they're flip and writes. Uh, but they're really good. They're on uh, one of just regular, I think, base Welcome to is on BGA right now, so you can you can play it as well. Uh, but they say that it uses the same mechanism, Welcome to the Moon, use the same mechanism, but now you're going to be playing in a campaign that's the a good good little buzzword for this episode campaign which i always love different campaigns so you're gonna have eight different adventure sheets that you're going to use in this flipping right so on your turn you can be flipping cards from three stacks like always and get different combinations of a starship number and a corresponding action and then you're going to be choosing one of those combinations you're going to use a fill in a number in a different zone on your adventure sheet now the eight adventure sheets feature very different mechanisms from the classic welcome to whole concept and when you play in a campaign mode you're going to be making those changes uh, choices that change the next adventure which means that each campaign will differ from the previous ones. And that's there kind of getting you to come back for more and more campaigns to play there. So of course, this is like, like most welcome to it plays in a bunch of players. Uh, one to six players can play this in about 30 minutes. Each one of the little episode, uh, you know, little campaign episodes. So this one looks real good. Uh, and it's going to be about $50, but there should be a lot of game in that box. First up in the digital, or actually only up in the digital, uh, Blood Bowl 3. I've played this in closed beta, and it's going to be over this week, uh, but I wanted to share some thoughts so you can keep an eye out for it. Now, I haven't played a whole lot. You know, I've always wanted to play kind of Blood Bowl on the tabletop, and kind of the first couple were decent iterations in kind of uh, for consoles and for the PC. But this one, they've done a really good job. The, mainly, uh, the one thing that I really love about this one and, and uh that I really love is the fact that the tutorial is amazing. Now, uh, it obviously, like I said, it is in closed beta and it should be out sometime later this year. But uh, to me, one of the things that is great about games like this is that if you can have a good tutorial to teach you the base system, because sometimes games like this, they just throw you in there where they change a lot of the tabletop things. But this is very true to kind of the, the newer tabletop systems. Uh, and the tutorial is great. And just playing the game just feels really good. Now, some of the new things that you'll have there, you've got... Again, like I said, the official rules of the latest edition of the board game is, is in there, and they've overhauled some of the passing. There's 12 races to use in the game. You're going to have different fields that have different rules to them. You can customize a lot of things kind of aesthetically from your coaches and the teams and different armor. Uh, there is a solo campaign, which is something I really love because I don't always have time to, sit a, to you know set aside time to kind of play in leagues and different things. But So the fact that there's a solo campaign is amazing. The competitive mode has a league management feature, so if you do have a bunch of friends that do love playing this there's a really cool league management feature that i that i've kind of fiddled around with just kind of the setup to it and it's really it's a lot of great uh yeah different things that you can tweak there uh just looks really really good i think uh everybody should check this one out like i said the competitive mode if you do love that sort of thing is going to be something that for you or if you're like me and you do like the solo versions of these things uh definitely check that one out when it comes out i think it'll be out later this year i don't know a price for it uh, but it'll be, but just go ahead and add it to your wish list on Steam. Uh, and I don't think you'll be sorry. I think it'll be uh, something that you'll really like to get into. Let's talk about some Kickstarters now to finish up today. First one up, I mentioned this kind of last year that I got to play, uh, you know, early, well, I would say mid last year, I got to play this one. Rogue Angels, Legacy of the Burning Suns. This is from Sun Tzu Games uh, and Emil Larson, Larson uh, Danish game designer. This one is really cool. This kind of really feels like uh, it, it has that, that feel of a mass effect board game 
uh, you know, kind of a campaign-y kind of legacy because you're kind of writing on some of the cards, but I think, I think it can be erased, but it's very campaign-y. And the way that you you use your different actions, the action mechanism is really cool because you have action point allowance and you're playing cards. And as you kind of play more actions, you can kind of get your, uh, you know, your cards are kind of in your tableau and they have to have a little bit of a cooldown. So it's a really unique little mechanism there. There's a bunch of different characters that you start off with the ability to use that all have a lot of different pluses and minuses. You've got uh, some some very good support characters. You've got some heavy guns. You've got some stealth people. You've got, uh, you know, all sorts of different, just, uh, and even story-wise, there's there's different motivations for all the different characters because I've thumbed through a lot of them. I only played a couple of them, but I did thumb through a lot of kind of their backgrounds and how they fit into play. Uh, but really, really cool game. I really want you to check this one out. Uh, it's about $98 to get on there in the core game box, but it's a huge campaign setting that's going to be, uh, you know, that you're going to have. So you're going to have a lot of, uh, it's going to be a large one to be able to get into, and it's going to you're going to be able to playing it over a long, long period of time. It's got about thirty days to go. It does need a, a quite a bit to get started, but it just dropped today, I believe. So uh, it's got about twenty thousand uh, in the bank right now. So just go ahead and check that one out. Uh, like I said, I highly recommend this one, Rogue Angels. Another one I recommend is the new Lagranja, the Lagranja Deluxe Master Set. Uh, this is a great heavyweight euro. I'd say medium to heavier weight euro. Uh, now they've got a deluxe master set. So they've gone in, uh, Board and Dice has gone in and put a little bit of new artwork to it. There's a lot of different kind of modules that you can use to it. So just kind of haven't changed it a whole lot, but the modules do change it. And what's really cool is that each one of these new kind of modules that you can add to the game are designed by some other uh, game designers. So you've got Odie uh, that has designed some, I believe Feld actually has a, a, a design of one of these. So really looks cool. Uh, all the different things they've added. Cause I, I just love the, when you can, um, you know, when you can add different, when you can add different modules to a game and just kind of change it to how you want and not necessarily have to throw the kitchen sink in there and use all the modules. Cause uh, you know, and so Lagrana is one of these games where it's obviously it's like I said, it's a heavy Euro where you're kind of uh, you're using dice. You're going to draft dice and depending on what's on the dice, you'll get different resources or be able to put more cards in your tableau. And now your tableau, you either have different areas where you can build up your resources each round where you can get pigs or uh, the different resources where you get grapes or uh, olives and such. And then there's also a way where you can put the cards, you, the multi-use cards. The the last way you can use them is kind of player powers. You can have up to three of those per game. And then you're trying to, you know, uh, fulfill these market barrows where you have the different resources will go in there and they're kind of completing the different, uh, you know, different market barrows for, for points and also getting other resources and putting them in there uh, onto the main board to be able to get you some points. So this one has about another week to go. Well, well funded. And then to get in on the base pledge, about $89 for that deluxe master set and all uh, stretch goals. They have a huge thing because the Lagranda is uh, kind of a larger set that they've got. A uh, larger master set that you want, and that one, that pledge uh, goal is a 169, where it's just such a larger uh, board and such if you want uh, that sort of thing. Next up, Thunder Road Vendetta. Now, Thunder Road, uh, I believe I kind of featured this one about six months ago because uh, they just kind of put it up for about a week and then took it down because they wanted to make some tweaks to the campaign because it wasn't it wasn't necessarily uh, when I was talking to Justin from uh, from uh, Restoration Games, it wasn't necessarily that the game was bad. It's just kind of the way that they did the page and some of the extras that they put on there wasn't up to their liking. So they've now relaunched the Thunder Road Vendetta. This is, of course, well, well funded. It has about two weeks to go. Now, Thunder Road, like most games from Restoration, was a great game from the 80s i remember playing this one as a kid just kind of real cool kind of vehicle warfare and kind of that post-apocalyptic feel to it uh this one is two to four players plays in about 
about an hour to an hour and a half. Uh, and they've also got a uh, fifth player uh, w- with some other extras in there. And they've got a, a helicopter they're adding to it, a big rig, all sorts of great stuff. And they've kind of tweaked the base game, obviously, because they've updated it to things now. But everything looks absolutely amazing. I know my uh, co-host from the Geek All-Stars has played this, the newer version, and he said it's great. Uh, and you're just going to really absolutely going to love it. So you can get this, get in on this one for about $50. Uh, you can also get in, there's a bunch of different ways, to, the $60 for another one and $145 for Maximum Chrome, where you can get Van, uh, Thunder Road Vendetta, the expansion. There's a couple of expansions, three or four expansions, plastic inserts, a crew leader, all sorts of extras that you can get in on there. But this one is well, well funded. I'll have a link to it. So check out if you want to add to, you know, what you want to get, or if you just want to get on a base game, check that one out. It's a little bit, uh, a lot of times I like to feature some of these other ones that, that look interesting to me, and it's a smaller campaign. This is from Scorelander Games. This one is Bat Flip. Now, I'm a huge baseball fan and, and played baseball growing up and in college, so I really love kind of when I see cool baseball games. Uh, this one is called Bat Flip. It's a team shuffling baseball card game. So it has this feel almost to kind of smash up where you're going to grab a couple of teams and, and kind of throw them together, and then you're going to be playing. So it almost, and actually the gameplay does feel a little bit like uh, Baseball Highlights uh, 2045 in a way too, uh, but it has a little bit different, a little bit different flair to it, uh, but it is, has that kind of combo play to it as well. So I do like the fact that you're playing two different teams and shuffle them together and then just going ahead and playing a couple of innings, uh, you know, th- play three innings there. You can get in this one. It's very affordable for $29. There's also uh, the Batflip Plus 4 team expansion for $45. And they've got a really cool thing where uh, you can have the $79, you buy one, donate one. So you get a copy and you also donate a copy to Boys and Girls Clubs of America. Uh, so really cool. And there's also a retailer pledge as well. But check this one out. Uh, I really think this one will be kind of a, a hidden gem there. Uh, Batflip, about two weeks to go and it is funded as well. Next up, Chang An. Uh, this is a city building game, city blowing kind of a city building, tableau building, engine building, kind of resource management, a little bit of everything there. Uh, this is by Nestor Mangon and Carlo Camarato. This one looks interesting. It's kind of hard to say. It's just has that has that kind of city building, like I said, uh, tableau building, deck management. So it looks really cool. Uh, this one is about thirty dollars to get in on there to get on this one with some really good art as well. I'll have a link, of course, uh, in the game in, in the uh, show notes as well. Except we've got sea, uh, Seas of Havoc. This is by Mike Nade and Rock Manor Games. Now, Rock, Rock Manor's put out a lot of pretty cool games, that, you know, kind of, again, flying under the radar, but good quality games. The, the Few and the Cursed and Lawyer Up were a couple that were were really, really good. And uh, and they've also put out a set of watch. So they've got some good games under their, under their belt. And this one, Seas of Havoc, is it's pretty cool. It's kind of a naval skirmish game for one to five players. Now, each one of the captains is going to have their unique deck uh, that's going indi- to you know dictate your movement and cannon fire. Uh, but as you're playing and as you're kind of leveling up or, or changing your deck around, that's where the real strategy will come in into play as well. So this one looks pretty cool. It has that naval strategy kind of really, you know, not necessarily like it's it's kind of another version of dudes on a map, I guess, where you have that kind of strategy and in, in fighting out there on the open seas. Uh, it looks real cool. This one is about $65 to get in on there, and that'll get you the Seas of Seas of Havoc and one copy of the expansion as well. And there's also a couple other uh, couple other things that you can add to your pledges as well. This one is well-funded, has about three weeks to go. Uh, that is Seas of Havoc. Uh, finally, a little, 
one that I hadn't heard of before, but this one is Ostia. This is a game that kind of has, it's from Ucha Bakoya. This is a Japanese board game company. Uh, and it's a Mancala based game with route building, trading, and construction building. Uh, but the thing that really grabbed my attention was it's inspired by Trajan. So I do like uh, Mancala based games because they really kind of, they simplify some things, you know, as far as your kind of mechanisms. However, they use those in, in, in really cool different ways. And the fact that it's inspired by Trajan, just right up my alley where it's a kind of a heavier weight Euro uh, type game as well. So uh, I wanted to mention that. I want to check that one out. This one has about three weeks to go, and it is well-funded. Uh, they say a strategic Mancala board game by Tatsuka Chuo and inspired by Trajan for one to four players. And then you can get an honest one uh, for about $63 for the standard set. They've got an expansion set that you can get in for about $77 as well. But but the art is very has that very clean, simple art look to it. But uh, but if you're like me and you, you love that kind of simple look, but the deep, deep, heavy gameplay, this one will be right up your alley. So that one, again, is Ostia. The, develop the harbor of ancient Rome. So check that one out as well. Thanks for joining me today. If you think you see, if you see any news that you think I'd like to feature, shoot me a message at GeekJogDan on Twitter. Also, please check out MajorSpoilers.com for more content by Steven and the rest of the Major Spoilers crew. And check out the Geek All-Stars podcast where I do a, a show about pretty much anything we want to talk about. As always, I'm Dan Dan, the Board Game Man, and I'll see everyone in two weeks for another Munchkin Minute. This podcast is copyright 2022 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.